Kelly, I have an update. I also have a hiccups now. Oh my god, Richard. <laughs> Hey everyone, and welcome to Animate the World, a show about two friends and their love letter to animation in all its wonderful forms. I'm your co-host, Kelly Smimo. And I'm Richard Minari. And did, did you catch my little beginning Easter egg? About speaking in Navajo? <laughs> yeah, that's all I remember of Navajo. I just gave a presentation on Navajo, and all I can remember is, Yat eh! Did you really just give a presentation on Navajo? Yeah, we're reading a book about Navajo code talkers in my English class in eighth grade. And so I was like, hey, I know a little bit about how the mythology works and why it's it was used as a code because it's like inscrutable to most language speakers. Also, oh, it's just God. the hardest language in the world. Yes. Richard, I didn't know that you were in eighth grade. I thought you were still stuck in seventh. Oh, they finally let me move on to eighth grade. I worked really hard and I finally turned in that presentation for Mr. Gucecki. <laughs> Mr. Gureshi, I finally turned in my big project on uh, Old Yeller, <laughs> and I got a D, which means I could graduate and move on to eighth grade. <laughs> Did you forget that Old Yeller dies at the end? What? <laughs> Wait. <gasps> yeah, that's the whole thing about Old Yeller. I've never actually read Old Yeller, but I do oh. know that he dies at the end. Yeah, he gets shot by his owner. I thought he just yelled. I thought it was no. about an old man who yells. <laughs> no, he gets rabies, so they have to shoot him. Oh, God. Yeah. It's hardcore. See, none of that a participation trophy nonsense of this generation. <laughs> My generation. We killed dogs. <laughs> we killed dogs. <laughs> we you were real men. Die. <laughs> uh, Richard. Yes. What's our question of the week? Okay, this is a really quick question because I really want to get to the second half. I'm sorry. I have a <laughs> I really want to get to the second half of our episode, but this is serious. Okay. Kelly? Yeah. Who's your Valentine this year? Who's your animated Valentine this year? Not, not oh my god. Valentine. I'm not ready. Valentine. Oh god. Uh, uh, Who are you uh, going to send a box of chocolates and a bouquet of flowers to this year? Hmm. I feel like because it's this year, I shouldn't pick something from a show that I watched ages ago. No, no, no. It has to be some your, your new crush, your new Valentine. It doesn't my even have new... to be a crush. Just someone who you really want to make their day and have them be your Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> so the only person that's come to mind is um something i'll talk about in our in my corner very soon but i would send my valentine this year to the man who has currently captured my heart um for reasons that shouldn't are illegal um and it is lieutenant Tsurumi from golden kamui Oh he may Lord. be missing his frontal lobe, oh my Lord. but he can have my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you're short on organs. Here's one. And I'll get to that later. But yeah, I guess him because, yeah, I, uh, so I had a, an interview recently and it was a video interview and I was nervous about it. And the night before I was like, you know what I should do? I should cause test Lieutenant Tsurumi makeup oh just for funsies the night before my video interview. And for those of you who don't know what Lieutenant Tsurumi looks like, he's missing his frontal lobe. So his like eyes kind of are sunken in are very bloody. And then like he has a mustache and a beard. So I drew all of that on half of my face because I didn't feel like doing both halves. Um, and then I FaceTimed my mom. And she was what? very disappointed in me. <laughs> And I told her, this is my look for Harvard, which is where the interview is for. And she was like, please, God, no. Because <laughs> she thought I was serious. Oh, which my I think Lord. says more about me, I guess, than anything. <laughs> anyway, it came I, uh, off. It was fine. I, I think that, could really, that look could really sell you to a top-tier school like Harvard. Yeah. I can send you the pic. I took a picture. Please do. I'm going to send it to you. It's terrible. It's literally awful. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah that's who i would send my um my valentine to very very cool i would send my valentine to uh yuya of the um pigeons uh, 
No, not the pigeons, Yuya. Different Yuya. Yuya, the main character from Yu-Gi-Oh! Arc 5. Or Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh Arc God. V. I still don't know how it's pronounced. But I would, uh, he's, um, he loves, um, he loves dazzling the stage with his, uh, dancing hippo monsters and his, like, um, really ridiculous over-the-top monsters that he summons with Yu-Gi-Oh! cards. And also, he's the only person in this dimension who can pendulum summon. So, like, that's pretty, that's something he's got going for himself. So, I, uh, think his heart belongs to me, and I pledge my allegiance to him for the next century. Okay, wow. Yeah. I sent you the pick on Facebook. Yay. Oh, God. Richard, go drink some water. I'm gonna go drink some water. I'm gonna be right back. Yeah, we'll, we'll take a quick break. There once was a chord David played. And it pleased the Lord, but you don't really oh. care for music, do you? It's the minor chord, the major lift, and hallelujah. I'm back. Oh, I was doing an homage to Shrek. Oh, that's cool. Did you know that um, what my students and I now do is that uh, whenever we walk into a room, we all, somebody once told me. <laughs> yeah, that's, I thought that was just a law. It is, gee, I mean, yeah. <laughs> that is how we are expected to enter rooms. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? I feel a lot better. Somehow just sipping some water and gasping for air really helped me um, get rid of those yeah, hiccups. That's I feel usually like how it works. Um... All right, so we've given away our Valentine's Day cards. Mm-hmm. So, uh, mm-hmm. Richard, I um, I think I need something from you. My heart. Do you, okay, now you want to be my Valentine too? Uh, no, thanks, Kelly. <laughs> I already signed my heart away to you get from our Yu-Gi-Oh Arc Five. So okay, okay, I'm sorry. So. Okay, that's fine. Instead, I'm gonna to, because of your poor heart. I'm gonna write you this song right now. Okay. Kelly's current corner. Um, hi everyone, welcome to Kelly's Current Corner. It is alive and well with repeats from last time, but with more. Hi, uh, thanks for having more me. More of those. What? Thanks for having me. Who are you? I am in your room. Get out. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so in my room, we're mostly going to talk about only two shows. Um, first of all, Revolutionary Girl Lieutenant watched seven or so more episodes. I'm in episode 20 now, which is over wow. halfway. Wow. And I really like it. That's excellent. So the new arc right now, because there's three seasons, right? And I'm in the middle. Oh, no. Oh, you have it too. <laughs> I'm in the middle of the second season, which is also the Black Rose arc. And it's the arc that Richard would like because it's very episodic and repetitive, but it's also yes. really funny, um, yes. in my opinion. So here's the thing about Revolutionary Girl Lieutenant is that I'm having a blast watching it because I'm talking the entire time. <laughs> and it's really it's really great i keep making up songs for it but anyway the black rose club is hilarious because basically this whole arc every episode is the same but different where we meet a character or we re-meet a side character from the first season and they have some sort of struggle and they need to go to therapy so they go to the therapy box and they go down to hell and then they, they meet the Black Rose Club, who's like, we know how to fix this. And they give them their Black Rose Ring. And then they go and try to kill the Rose Bride. And then Utena stops them. And then they have to give back their Black Rose Ring. And then the Black Rose Club incinerates a dead boy. And, like, that's this every episode. This is all in one episode? Yeah, that's every episode. What? <laughs> and I, so there's, like, a wall of dead boys in coffins, for whatever reason. And every episode, one of them gets incinerated because the side character fails to kill a Rose Bride. And so I wrote, and there's a hundred of them, or they started with a hundred of them. And so I wrote a song called 99 Dead Boys in the Wall, 99 Dead Boys, take one out, burn them down, 98 Dead Boys in the Wall. (laughs) And that's a tune you can really tap your toe to. And I would sing that every episode. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway the best part of this whole arc so far is that there was there's only one good character okay there, there's great characters in Utena, but there's one like objectively like a good person mm-hmm. and it's the side character girl wakabe i think is her name and i love her and she's my wife but basically 
there's a whole episode around her and it's like a very normal plot and you're like this is like very normal issues not like about incest and stuff like everything else is and but like the this guy who has a crush on her ends up going to the therapy because he like got friend zoned and I'm like, that's not a real issue. Like, hmm. why are you going to the therapy box? You don't need to kill the Rose Bride. And he gets all the way down to hell after explaining his issues. And the Black Rose Club is like, you're not supposed to be here. <laughs> and that's the episode. It was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> that's very good. That's excellent. <laughs> ah, and I called it. It was great. I didn't actually think that would happen, but it was like, oh my God. That's incredible. That is was, an ec- that's good. Good job, Revolutionary Girl. Tana. that's yeah, great. I love like that they know that they're being repetitive, but and then they can play on it like that. Anyway, also there's like canon. Well, I already knew there was like canonical lesbians because that's the whole point of Revolutionary Girl, Tana, But I didn't realize that it was gonna be like more characters are like all like every character is just canonically like gay. No, oh, that's good. Basically, so it's cool. Um, so yeah, I really like it. I'm excited to watch more. Usually, I. Hopefully next week I'll get to watch more and maybe even finish it. But we'll see. Um, so that's Wait, that. I realize the revolutionary girl Latina was so revolutionary. Oh my god. Yeah. They, yeah. they say it's like you need to revolutionize the world. That's what like the Black Rose Club says every time or something. But then it's just like go kill the Rose Bride. And then they fail. Does that revolutionize the world? I don't know. I don't think they know what <laughs> revolution means. Anyway. Uh, ba da ba da Mm. I really want to talk about Golden Cowboy. <laughs> hey, I've been itching to hear more about this because I've heard so many good things about this show. I, I finished Golden Cowboy. Wow. Um, season two last week, and I really okay. So I think I liked season two better than season one. It also had a real ending to the season, even though there's gonna be more. Um, but I cannot express how fun this show is. <laughs> Like, it's just, like, a fun time. Like, it's just hilarious and fun and great. And I just want to read, there's um, someone on Twitter named Oversized Frog, Oversized underscore Frog, said uh, said something that really captures the spirit of Golden Kamui, and I just want to read it here. Um, and they write, here's what I know about Golden Kamui having never seen or read it. A bunch of the biggest, dumbest, sluttiest bottoms tromp around in the snow with guns, <laughs> often naked for no discernible reason. One of them is watching a little girl who will someday kill and eat him. And I just have to say, that's literally what the show is. <laughs> it is about a lot of dudes who are all sometimes naked and horny for each other. And there's a girl who's going to eat everything in the world. And, like, it's just so good. Huh. But, so, the reason I like season two so much more is because it really focused on Surumi, who is the lieutenant, who's kind of, like, the antagonist for the first season. And he's still, like, an antagonist. Like, he's not a good person at all. But, like, he gets more depth and he you get to see his squad more. And you realize that Lieutenant Surumi is just surrounded by a harem of men who want to fuck him. I'll bleep that out. But, like, that's, like, they're so horny for this this lobotomized man. Like, they cannot contain themselves. Like, how much they love getting his attention and talking to him and being near him. And if he, like, sends them on a mission, they cry because they don't want to leave and they want to be near him. And it's like, why is Lieutenant Tsurumi the most fuckable man in this universe? <laughs> Because he, it, it's incredible. Um, and so it's just great. And also, like, Lieutenant Tsurumi is just a really fun antagonist because you I don't even know if he's an antagonist, really. Like, I don't really understand what he, he just wants the treasure. Like, they're all pa- finding this treasure, right? But, mm-hmm. like, like, the episode, the season ends with you thinking the main guy is dead because he got shot. But then, like, Lieutenant Tsurumi saves him and then calls him that he got shot in the head and it's like we're brain damaged buddies now and it's like what's happening <laughs> and then he's like okay go off you're good to go and i'm like lieutenant Tsurumi, who are you i love you you're the worst stop stabbing people's mouths uh anyway <laughs> um there's a whole episode where a swarm of cgi locusts appear and then 
five men get stuck in a house to beat off the locusts, and then they all eat this otter meat that makes you horny, and then they wrestle naked. And that's like an episode. So I'm just saying, 10 out of 10, best show I've ever seen. I, oh my god, I would watch it again any day. It is so much fun. The funniest thing, though, is that I keep seeing on Twitter all the fans being like, I can't believe the anime ruined the manga. Like, they missed out so much stuff. The manga's so much better. And I'm like, the anime's great. How phenomenal is the manga, the, then? The manga must be amazing. Holy like, cow. I don't... They, like, someone commented, like, you know... The animation studio is clearly not horny enough while they're drawing. They're not like our mangaka, who just has a boner every time he's drawing anything. Anyway, that's my X-rated review of um, Golden Kamui. Please watch it. It's very good. And hey, what my... is it with you and watching shows where there's like a, a big bad who has a harem of guys who just really wants to do it dirty to him? Like, remember King Meruem and his lackeys and how they just like literally gave up their bodies to him? <laughs> and like, I they forgot ate, about he that. ate them and they were like, this is exquisite. Oh my god, there's cannibalism in Golden Kamui too. Wow. Yeah, there's a, the trans woman eats people. Huh. Everyone to gain their powers. And she's like, they're okay. She's definitely dating this other guy. Like they're a couple, and I don't care what anyone says. Because <laughs> like, oh my god, they're in love. Uh, also, there's a lot of facts having. I don't know who to trust. And also, Ugata. I'll um, bleep that out. Anyway, you mean uh, all three all of got. the f bombs you dropped. Yeah, I'll just. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh. Richard's Yay. rambunctious room. Yay! Oh, that's my favorite one yet. <laughs> um, bad news. Empty. What? <laughs> uh, so, I mean, like, I tried to watch Mob Psycho 100. I really did. I tried to watch Modao Zushi. I really did. Um, I didn't. You had two weeks. I did. <laughs> um, here's the thing. You know how I spend a lot of time watching Family Guy? Oh, my God. That that period of my life is over. Okay. Now I just watch The Simpsons. Okay. That's at least slightly better. It's, like, slightly better. I have watched all the episodes I've already seen, but, like, I just... Well, I'm, because I'm the new one's not teeth. good. It's, it's, like, I'm, like, I'm doing stuff. Like, I'm flossing. I'm doing the dishes. I'm, like, I need something mindless. Oh, The Simpsons is on YouTube. I'll watch that. Okay. Um, all right. And, I'll uh... It. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> great thanks richard you're welcome i had a lot to this podcast <laughs> all right where should we go then let's go to the anime club i'm so excited for the anime club or as i like to call it the thunder room <laughs> the fantasy lab the 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 thunderbolt academy so we need a nickname for this show it's hard because thunderbolt fantasy is already such an incredible name yeah, it's going to be a problem for most of this show, is that everyone yeah. already has incredible names. Um, I'd say we call it Puppageddon. Puppageddon? Yeah, Puppageddon. Tell me more about this name. Puppet Armageddon. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. I thought you meant like puppies, as in like little doggies. And I was like, I don't remember there being any dogs. <laughs> Puppageddon is perfect because the end of the world is coming and I'm so excited for it. All right. So should we do our first impressions for Sot yes. first? All right, yes. Richard, I think you really want to talk right now. Okay, so here's the thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why uh, your friend would ever say that this show is bad and that it is bad and is very bad because I think this show is incredible and the greatest thing ever. <laughs> um, there is uh, the... Use the your word. The plot is like, I love classic contrived pointless <laughs> plots like this where like there's a person who has a sacred magical thing they are the keeper of it and they need to they need to amass a bunch of allies because otherwise an evil organization is going to take it and take over the world like i love <laughs> that shit just like feed it to me on a silver platter and let me lap it up like a dog it's so good <laughs> um so there's that the characters are great the yeah. art is incredible. I love it. It is so funny to watch puppets dance around the stage. But then also, the animation is incredible. Yeah. I love the fight scenes. The fight scenes are very good. They're beautiful. Like, they're better than most anime. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, like, the fact that they can use the live-action puppets to, like, 
make smooth movements. Like it's, it doesn't come across very cleanly, but like it's abstracted enough with the animation that I think it looks impressive. Finally, yeah. my final comment is I, just a heads up, Kelly, I have superimposed a Fate Zero, like a Fate Universe lens over this because of all the huh. different weapons and classes yeah. that I'm seeing in the eyes. So just a heads up. Well, that's interesting because I would summarize this show as Vape Wizard trying to assemble his friends to do a D&D <laughs> campaign together. And he needs to have a well-balanced team. And that's the plot. I didn't think I'd ever get to use the phrase vape wizard in a podcast, and here we are. Kelly, <laughs> thank you. That's that's his name. <laughs> that's his name, canonical, right there. Um, yeah, so, okay, well, my first impressions is I also really enjoyed this, surprisingly. Because um, <laughs> unlike Richard, I don't really like the fantasy, like, whatever it's questing so thing. overdone. But I think there's just some sort of novelty and charm to this setup because it is with puppets. And, like, <laughs> I love the costume designs on these puppets. <laughs> They're so intricate and cool. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I do have a soft spot for the vape wizard archetype. So, like, mm-hmm. uh-oh, mm-hmm. he's my son now. <laughs> um, and it's just, I don't know, It's int- it's just, like, really well done and like this like the set design is great and also yeah the puppets running around and scary <laughs> is one of the funniest things i've ever seen in my life um and there were moments where i was like oh man like i didn't yep. see it coming or whatever mm-hmm. so um like when i thought that hawkeye died which is yep. my name for that one guy <laughs> um so yeah no i'm i'm excited mm-hmm. it'll be fun mm-hmm It'll be fun. So is um, Modazushi like this? What is Modazushi like this? Yeah. Yay! That makes me want to watch Modazushi. Please watch Modazushi. <laughs> Modazushi is great. Modazushi has more genocide in it. Um, uh. at least, and I don't know if this does too. It might. Um, so I have some insight from Carolyn to add at the end. Mm. By the way. Um. Anyway, so let's start off with episode one. Mm-hmm. So episode one, we have who I call Bro and Sis, mm-hmm. but do you have another name for Sis? So for Sis, I called her, <laughs> again, and I, this is just because I was thinking of Fate Zero, I called her Master because she just has a bunch of like servants who are serving her right now. But I think Sis is probably, it's short, it's sweet, to the point. All right. So Bro and Sis are running from like this horde of evil people. Um, I don't know what we'll call a horde of people, but whatever. Um, they're running from them for whatever reason. It's like an intense scene and there's like this really epic fight scene. Like it mm-hmm. is really cool. It's like, so great. I love it. Spears flying and swords and like magic incantation circles, all of that fun stuff. And then suddenly this masked man comes from the sky mm-hmm. and descends upon the earth. And do we have a name for him? Uh... N- no, uh, right. I don't have a name for him at all. Oh my god, I didn't even think about this guy. I was so taken. Well, he's with the main like characters. the big evil. So, uh, why don't we call him? He loves swords, and he loves killing people, and he has a big bird that he rides around on. He had a mask. He had a mask. But then he never wears it again. And yeah, it's true. We can come back to him once we know more about him. We can True. just call him big. We can call him Sword Lover. Sword Lover. Sword Lover five five two thousand. That's his username. Sword Lover five five two thousand. He comes from the sky and starts fighting them. And we find out that like Bro and Sis have a sword or something that he wants because he's a sword lover, mm-hmm. and um, they don't want to <laughs> give it to him because you know they're kink shaming. Mm-hmm. And um, Bro decides to kind of sacrifice himself by creating this, like, shield with his body mm-hmm. and tells his sis to just go, run. And so sis jumps off a cliff to keep going, even though she's sad. And Bro dies and then mm-hmm. turns into, like, the sheath of a sword. So I guess they are the sword. I don't Ooh. know. We'll see. Anyway, so sis jumps into this river on a cliff edge. Um, and then we have our main guy. What's main guy's name? I called him Saber. Oh, I called him Beige Man. I'll take Beige Man, because there are lots of swords in this. <laughs> so Beige Man, he, um, he's walking around, and it's raining like crazy. Cats and, he, and dogs. Yeah, he hates it. He really doesn't like it. And he he comes really doesn't in, like the rain. He really doesn't. 
um, and he comes across a like little um, temple statue of Buddha, and um, it's some kind stranger has put uh, an umbrella over the Buddha statue so it won't get rained on. And he's like, "Oh shoot, great free umbrella!" <laughs> <laughs> and so he takes the umbrella, and who's there on the edge? Uh, sitting on a tree, vaping, but Vape Wizard. <laughs> and Vape Wizard's like, you stealing from a god? <laughs> and then Beige Man's like, it's a statue. And it's like, yeah, but it was offered to Buddha. And it, he's like, well, if it was like a mud statue, like, I'd get it. But it's <laughs> A like statue the... made of crackers and bread, maybe. <laughs> yeah, but like, it's not gonna hurt him. But I could catch a cold. So I'm gonna... <laughs> take this umbrella um and then vape wizard's like well then you better be ready to be nice to the first person you see on the road like his vape wizard vague assness mm-hmm. and uh beige man's like okay bye <laughs> and then he leaves <coughs> so he goes into the woods and he's walking around and he bumps into sis who like doesn't even talk to him and she's just running and i feel really bad because she's wearing a lot of clothes to so be running many clothes in. like she is like three times bigger than she really is because of her clothes and she's just running and she must be weighed down by that rain but anyway she's running and she falls and like is basically dying um and he's like i'm not gonna get involved uh and then he he's does, he is sort of like oh she's got internal bleeding huh okay bye yeah and then he it keeps walking and then a bunch of the horde go run past him with swords and he's like huh and then vape wizard's like you know in his head like you have to be nice and he's like god dang it he goes back (laughs) like any kind of anime protagonist and saves the girl with his cool fighting Mm -hmm. um but his umbrella does get ripped so it's a bummer yeah. Um, anyway, he doesn't know what to do with this girl now that he killed all these people. Or not killed, but just sent away. Mm-hmm. So he uh, he carries her, even though he's unconscious, uh, all the way back to Vape Wizard. And is like, hey, this is your fault. Take responsibility. <laughs> Take and, Vape this Wiz- and Vape Wizard's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I've done nothing. I've just been vaping. And they're like having this like conversation or whatever. And then flipping this guy dreads i called him dreads yeah like one of one of the lieutenants it seems yeah lieutenant dreads comes down from the sky or whatever and is like you killed my men and you're you know ruining the horde we want the girl because she has the sword and our master loves swords mm-hmm. beige man's like i literally don't give any kind of crap about what's happening <laughs> but anyway he gets um forced into this fight so he fights dreads and uh he wins and um how he wins is that dreads decides to seppuku very intensely yeah he throws his sword into the sky and lets it fall on his neck and cuts off his head and then a bird comes right on cue and grabs his head and flies away and you're like all right that was extravagant um and vape wizard takes like the sword that the dude was holding and is like this is your sword, isn't it, sis? And she's like, yeah. And then she takes it. And then we go back to the flying head, and he goes back to, like, <laughs> Captain Grayskull's mansion. <laughs> Maybe that's what Masked Man's name is, is Captain Grayskull. Captain Grayskull, sure. Actually, I do like Sword Lover, though. Sword Lover? Know. All right, Sword hey, Lover. We, we, we can play around with each of these, see how they feel in our mouths. So uh, so Sword Lover gets the, gets the man's head. And is, he, like, gives it sexy eyes and learns who killed him and the name of the person, which is Beige Man. Mm-hmm. And he also, in the back, recognizes Vape Wizard and is mm-hmm. like, why is he here? And the episode ends. My favorite thing about this episode was where, like, um, the Lieutenant Dreads, like, comes in and he's like, this is, like, right before the fight. And he's like, hey... I don't, I don't have a quarrel with you, Beige Man. Just give me the girl and we can go. And Beige Man's like, I really don't want to do that. And then uh, Vape Wizard's like, hold on. I have a solution for this. And he vapes right on Lieutenant Dredd's face. And <laughs> Lieutenant Dredd's is under a spell. And he's like, oh, man, you're the lady. And oh, that's Beige right. And Man's like, what are you talking about? And then he attacks him. That's right. I forgot about that. 
And like, I just love that Vape Wizard just throws Beigeman under the bus. Just like, here, fight this guy instead. Well, that's Vape Wizard's MO. It's like, mm-hmm. he doesn't want to do anything. <laughs> he like, doesn't he's... do anything. Vape Wizard's the laziest man in the world, and I love it. It's so good. Um, but yeah, episode two. Oh my god. Okay, so episode two. Let's dive. Let's dive. I love episode um, two. <laughs> so we, uh, we get some exposition, like, um... Uh, sis like wakes up she looks kind of like an egg which i really like because of all her clothes yeah um when she wakes up and she like just sort of explains the whole situation so like back when the the demons from the underworld were attacking man and man was on the brink of extinction man like pleaded the immortals and was like hey we need a bunch of weapons that can fight back all the demons and the immortals are like okay sure and they give them like a bunch of super strong weapons these swords that are really really powerful and can like totally destroy demons so they give them the swords the humans fight back and then the humans like wow these swords are really powerful we gotta like keep these under lock and key so they don't get used for evil um and so different clans like take ownership of the swords and they like keep them locked up in shrines um and so in recent years sword lover has like amassed this army his sword horde if you will and he's um he's like trying to collect all these awesome swords because they're so great. And he really, we don't know exactly what he wants with them yet. We just know that he really wants to have them. So um, the lady's like, yeah, so that's the situation. My brother's dead. He had like half of, he had like the guard or like the, 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 the hand yeah. of the sword. I have the other part of it. If you combine the two parts of our things and you can pull the blade from our our, our sacred grounds. Right now the, the, the blade is like in their, their sacred, like their sacred home compound but it's under a seal and the the sword lover can't get it um but so he needs to kill his sister and get her thing so um like there's this scene where vape wizard is like awesome cool so we're gonna help you like clearly you need help and also if sure if sword lover gets these swords it's gonna be a problem Beige man is like, I'm just a traveler walking through here. I have, I'm not even from this country. I have no reason to help you whatsoever. I'm just going to go. And uh, the lady, sis is like, but you helped me. I thought you were a good guy. And he's like, I was, and he's like, honestly, I was sort of coerced into doing this because I took an umbrella and this strange man told me I had to fight and help you. I sort of paid my debt. I'm done here. So he leaves. Um... And uh, Vapors was like, oh, he'll be back. Don't worry. Um, I've ruined his life. i ruined his life. I sort of got him involved in this whole big thing because he took an umbrella from a statue. And I, I, I'm just sort of manipulative that way. Um, <laughs> anyway, we get to also, like, after this whole exposition scene, we get to learn about uh, the Sword Horde and Sword Lover and his various minions. We see him in his castle. He's hanging out at, at, at Castle Grayskull, and he's, like, he's, like, got a bunch of swords. Like, he's got a <laughs> giant one on his wall. It's ridiculously big, and he's, like, just talking to his minions about, hmm, I have to defeat Vape Wizard, and I have to get that sword guard from the girl, and then I have to get the sword blade, and I need you guys to go get the girl right now. And his Basically, like, oh, his yes. planning committee every morning. Yeah. Goes, like, progress report and he like gives them their daily tasks so they can pencil mm-hmm. it into their journals and they can mm-hmm. you know get on with it oh yeah absolutely they i don't really know why they're helping him collect swords but they are um <laughs> one thing i should mention castle grayskull is located on like the boundary between the underworld and the human world it used to be owned by a sorcerer yeah but um... wait let me find that out later do we find them out? Okay, okay i'll get to that later i'll get to that later yeah because so, it's in um... episode three. Oh, that is in episode three okay awesome, awesome. I'll, so, I'll get um... to it Anyway, Saber, oh, sorry, not Saber. Beige <laughs> um, Man. Beige Man is like walking along. He finally gets to like the next town. He's out of the wilderness and he's like, awesome, great, I can grab some food. The thing is, as soon as the townspeople see him, they start running around freaking out. Kelly, That's so funny. Seeing the townsfolk freaking out, running around, I could not help but just think only of Muppets because they were like, you know how <laughs> Muppets will like bounce up and down when they're like yeah. agitated? It was literally that. Um, <laughs> and so they were bouncing around, they were really, really upset. Um, and so uh, he walks up to like a food vendor is like, hey, I really need food. And he's like, you need to leave right now. You can't be in our village because 
you will bring horribleness to our town. And Beige Man's like, what? And then he looks around and sees that there are wanted posters of him all over the place. By and all over, you mean on one wall, but a thousand wall. That's true, never mind. <laughs> on one single wall. They're puppets that can't really show much beyond, like, a single scene at a time. Um, <laughs> they can't do, like, panning, establishing shots, which is very funny. Um, but so we look at a wall. It's covered in posters of him. And he's like, oh, crap. That's me. I guess I should leave. So he leaves town. He does buy bread, though. He does get some bread and he eats. Well, I don't even know if he buys it. I think he just No, he does. He puts a coin down. Oh, good. He's a good man. He's a moral. He's he's got morals. So he's leaving town and he's strolling along. I don't even know where he's going. But he runs into a man sitting on a rock. And (laughs) I called him Archer. Okay, I called him Hawkeye. Which one do you want? I like both. I think Hawkeye is kind of fun. Hawkeye. Oh, Hawkeye. (laughs) That's that's good, too. No, let's do Archer. Okay, Archer. Archer. We'll call him Archer. Um, So Archer is hanging on this rock. And he says, hey, are you that guy who's being hunted down by the sword horde? And he's like, I don't really want to tell you if I'm that guy. Why do you care? And Archer's like, well, if you were that guy, I'd tell you that the sword horde is laying an ambush down the road. But if you're not that guy, then I guess it doesn't really matter to you. And Beige Man's like, okay, I'm not that guy, but I will keep that in mind. And so he keeps walking down the road. He gets ambushed by the sword horde as expected. Um, They're led by like this one woman who like has some cool slicey dicey thingies. Um, Yeah. She's like Naruto. She's like Naruto. Yeah. And she has like a horde of people and she's like, ha, we found you, Beige Man. You have made an enemy of the sword horde. And Beige Man's like, I don't know why you guys are attacking me. I just killed one of your lonely lieutenants and you probably don't care about him. And she's like, I actually hated that lieutenant. If he were alive, I'd kill him now. But still, you have ruined our reputation, so I'm going to kill you. Um, and so they're about to sit in on him when all of a sudden, my favorite character... Yes! <laughs> I have called him Lancer. What do you think, Kelly? Ice Prince. Ice Prince? Okay, wait. Okay, well, hold on, hold on. I really like Ice Prince. Yeah, no, it's Ice Prince. Okay, awesome. So suddenly, the music changes entirely. Like, you get some... <laughs> cool like naruto like pump it up rock and a man with a lance comes charging in he does some cool moves where he swings his lance around and he's like hi it's me i'm the ice prince of whatever of the lance and i'm frozen wonder the frozen wonder that's right (laughs) and um beige man is like who the heck are you and he's like i'm here to save your bottom um but the 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 sword horde is completely unfazed like who is this kid we're just gonna kill you anyway when suddenly an arrow comes out of nowhere and kills one of the sword horde. And everyone's like, where did that arrow come from? And then we zoom way <laughs> out. It turns out that Archer is a very good archer. And he shot him and he only has one eye, but that eye is very good at seeing very far distances. And he killed that. Um, anyway, Ice Prince is like, okay, we might as well just hang out for a little bit because if we move around too much, Archer's going to kill us. So like... They just sort of stand around while Archer kills, like, literally half of the entire attacking party. Um, finally, the, the woman who's attacking is like, okay, we can't do this anymore. We have to go get him. So they do this thing called meteor walking where they turn into <laughs> balls of light and they just dance around. And <laughs> Archer's like, huh, they can meteor walk. I guess I underestimated them. So then they come and uh, they fight and Archer destroys them all. Well, no, what he does is this thing where he's, where he, these three people surround him. They're like, ha, you won't be able to kill us all. Two of us may die, but the third one will kill you. And he's like, yeah, sure. Okay. So he shoots three arrows into the sky for some reason. And then he dances around and pushes them into different spots. And then everyone is like, you didn't achieve anything. You just push us into different spots. And then it turns out that the arrows fall exactly where they're standing and they die. Amazing. Except for the woman who he was like, huh, I thought you were more skilled than that. You didn't just go where I thought you would because you fell over and tripped like a fool and an idiot. So, <laughs> what, a what, what a bird! What a bird! Um, and then uh, she's like, "Fine, I hate you." And then she like flies away. Um, and then uh, at, at the three of them reconvene. We got Archer, we got Ice Prince, we got Beige Man. And Archer is like, "Hey, you're that guy, right?" And our and Beige Man's like, "Maybe." And so Archer pulls an arrow on him and is like. He's aiming around. He's like, oh no, is he going to kill him? And that's where the episode ends. Yeah. And so, (laughs) okay, you know what? One thing, so I don't really like fantasy animes because I think they always give the ladies like no clothes, but this Mm -hmm. puppet show is all about clothes. So maybe that's why I enjoy it more. Like everyone's got mega clothes. 
No naked puppets here. Thank good. Well, we've got one puppet well, later who's abs yeah. We'll, are we'll, like super. we'll get there. We'll get yeah. There. Okay. Good. <laughs> we'll get to the cleavage. Yeah. Um, all right. So, episode three starts off right at that cliffhanger, and um, Archer, you know, has got his arrow pulled, ready to shoot Beige Man. Except he doesn't shoot Beige Man. He actually shoots another masked puppet from the sword horde that was left over, and so it's like, ha ha. Anyway, <laughs> Ice Prince comes in, and we find out that Archer's like his bro. Like, his brow. Mm-hmm, his brow. Uh, his bra. Um, And then we find out that um, uh, Archer's been pen pals with Vape Wizard this whole time. Mm-hmm. And Vape Wizard sent him a message being like, can you join my D&D party? And um, <laughs> Archer's like, yeah, sure, let's go. And so Vape Wizard shows up with Sis and is like, hey, gang, we're all going to be a D&D party now. And um, Vape Wizard changes his username. And because he's going by a different name than normal, I guess. And uh, Archer's like very respectful of that. And I'm like, okay, cool. Everyone's very respectful of uh, yeah, everyone's just Vape like, Wizard yeah, sure, you do, you. changing his name all the time. Mm-hmm. So he's so Vape Wizard's basically trying to assemble a D and D quest party mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. they can storm the tower, um, which is where uh, Sword Lover is, mm-hmm. Captain Grace, the Grayskull Mansion, basically. Mm-hmm. And so Beige man isn't into this and he's very sundry about it and he's like i don't need all of you i'm gonna do my own thing even though i'm now part of it because they want me dead so i'm gonna go do it myself and don't follow me so he walks away and sis is like we're all going in the same direction beige man so we're kind of gonna have to follow you there's this scene where he like we're like he's walking in the wrong direction and she's like it's that way bud and then he like does this frustrated sword twirl where like he like flips his sword around and like there's a bunch of dramatic camera angles and he turns around and it's the greatest part of that whole episode for me (laughs) it's like so overly dramatic and like so so intensely like choreographed i love it so much um so we go back to grayskull mansion and um sword lover's there and he's stroking dreads head you know as you do and this is all happening while vape wizard's giving like exposition about how the mansion used to be under the wizard's control, and then he kind of left, and his guard kind of took over. So basically, Sword Lover's just squatting um, mm-hmm. in this castle. <laughs> and then um, Vape Wizard gives us more exposition about the three trials our heroes are going to have to go through in order to get. <laughs> the three trials. Um, and the first trial is Valley of the Dead, which means that there's going to be a bunch of skeleton zombie people, and we need to find a necromancer to get through there. Mm-hmm. Uh Valley of the Doll, which is just like there's going to be some kind of stone monster and we have to find the off button and that's why we've enlisted Archer. (laughs) And the Labyrinth of Darkness, where we can be trapped in eternal void. So we need this flute so that we can follow the sound like, you know, bats and then we're (laughs) So Vape Wizard is like, and so that's why I've assembled you all here, Avengers, to because you're all specially qualified for this, but we need to add two more people to our party. We need to add a necromancer and my old teacher who has a flute thing. Who happens to have a flute that lets you echolocate through labyrinths that'll trap you in a void forever. Yeah. And then they were like, okay, sounds good. And Beige Man's like, this is stupid. (laughs) And then um, they're like, how are we going to find a necromancer? And Vape Wizard's like, oh, don't worry, I have a lot of friends. <laughs> like, everyone loves me. And Beige Man's like, nobody likes you. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, so I um, texted my friend, um, who's a necromancer, and she never got back to me, so we're going to go bother her house and mm-hmm. get her to join our party, because that's how you make friends. Mm-hmm. And so they go to the Devil Forest <laughs> mm-hmm. to find our lady necromancer. And um, But before that the night that they're staying at this little like hotelish area yeah like just a hotel <laughs> um sis goes to beige man um to give more exposition episode three is just exposition mm-hmm. um and about like the whole sword issue and why she wants his help because he's still not really fully on board and beige man is like you know that's the stupidest thing i've ever heard because <laughs> if you have an almighty sword why didn't you just use it <laughs> and she's like but that's taboo and he's like that's stupid your religion (laughs) is dumb and your 
dumb and I'm an atheist and smarter than you. He <laughs> walks away. And um, who does he bump into but the Ice Prince who mm. has a crush on Sis because they're both basically the same age. Mm. <laughs> and he's like, what you doing with Sis, huh? You, 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 he wants to make sure they weren't having a conjugal visit. Mm. And Beige Man's like, gross, get away from me. <laughs> and then Ice Prince is like, one day I'll have all the ladies on me. But first I have to get good. So first I have to actually do something. Yeah, so that's his arc is he's going to get good to get the, get the girls. Um, um, Ice Prince has the best soundtrack, by the way. I pointed this out earlier, but in this scene specifically, there's beatboxing in the background, and it's excellent. <laughs> it's true. So um, so then they go to the forest, and they find out that um, Vape Wizard forgot to mention that uh, Necromancer Lady is actually a demon. Mm-hmm. So I've been calling her Demon Lady. Perfect. Um, so they go into the forest and Demon Lady's voicemail appears and gives them a message that says, go away. I don't want to see you, Vape Wizard. I don't want to be in your party. And Vape Wizard's like, oh, that just means we have to go talk to her in person. And everyone's like, that's not what that means. Um, but they go ahead anyway because Vape Wizard knows the art of the deal. Like, he knows how to... He knows like, the art of the deal. He knows oh, how man. to persuade. So he's like, no, 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 I got this, guys. I got this. Trust me. Let's keep going. Anyway, let's go. So... Unfortunately, though, the zombies are here because she is a necromancer mm-hmm. and um, they're going to come fight. And so uh, Sis is like, I'll handle this. And Ice Prince is like, no, you won't. I'll handle this. And then the rest of them are like, OK, you two handle this and we'll <laughs> keep going. Um, and it's cool because Sis even gets to fight, which is fun. Mm-hmm. And so they're fighting to buy time. And in the distance, we see that Demon Lady is getting real pissed. She's like, you're killing all of my zombies. Yeah, those are my friends. God, I hate you, Vape Wizard. God, I hate you, Vape Wizard. I didn't answer your mail for a reason. <laughs> and that's episode three. It's Exposition Town, but it was still fun. Um, I, I think, okay, like, there's so much... There's so many people with swords in this show, and most people have more than one sword. Yeah. But, like, half of the time, they don't use the sword to fight they use it to cast magic and like i know that that's like that's a huge like cultivation like wuxia like thing where like your swords are basically like you 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 cultivate and then you like blast them with magical energy i love it it's like definitely my aesthetic yeah so why aren't you watching modao zushi which is because i'm busy watching thunderbolt fantasy which is called cultivation that's in the title (laughs) you idiot Um, another thing that i loved about this episode was how many times people got into arguments about like logic they were like because like beige man is like hey sis why didn't you guys use the sword and she's like it's taboo and he's like who gives a shit use the sword (laughs) and like then like everyone's like when they're talking to vape wizard he's like she wants to talk to me and they're like are you sure this voicemail says no and he's like that's that it says that to everyone and they're like okay cool it says that to everyone we are part of everyone and he's like Guys, it's a voicemail. It's a sign. It doesn't matter. And, like, I just love that, like, everyone is, like, no one's dumb in this show. Like, yeah. everyone's, like, questioning everything, which I really like. Yeah. Also, Vape Wizard's amazing. Vape Wizard is perfect. Um, All he so does epi- is vape. <laughs> doesn't like do that. anything. So, 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 episode four, we, um, we're, I loved we're like, episode four. Episode four is perfect. So, we're in the middle of the, uh, the forest of night death or whatever, and there's zombies everywhere, and, <laughs> and, like, the, the, the Sis and Ice Prince are, like, doing a good job of, like, keeping off most of the zombies, but, like, the, the rest of the party's still getting attacked by lots of zombies. So, Vape Wizard, like, they, they do some fighting stuff, but Vape Wizard's finally like, you know what? I think I'm just going to set fire to this whole forest. And so he, like, does, like, a cool little, like, thing where he, like, lights a couple of zombies on fire. And they're like, wow, that's really cool. And he's like, ah, I just learned a trick with gunpowder. And then he dumps over his pipe and he's like, oops, this whole forest is going to burn down. Man, I guess the demon lady's going to have to talk to us about that. (laughs) And so, like, she, like, oh, my God, her entrance is amazing yeah scarves everywhere just yeah we just see like trees and just all these scarves just start like being thrown across all these trees and finally she appears descending on these silks like 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 a circus act like a circus act and she's like please go away (laughs) i told i left so many hints for you to leave and um he's just like hey you got my letter, right? And she's like, of course I got your letter. I didn't respond for a reason. And we learn about some of their backstory where, like, 
apparently Vape Wizard did something to Demon Lady that like was horrible and like she felt horribly portrayed and she like maybe trusted him for a little bit but then like later found out that he was a cur and um like I think the the the, uh, the supporting cast like hinted that maybe it was something romantic but we're not actually positive yeah um but like so she's like I'm never helping you and then Vape Wizard's like well what if I told you it was this super powerful sword that the Dan Clan is protecting and it's like the most powerful one she's like oh okay. <laughs> she does a complete 180 and she's like oh that sword you mean the really powerful one yeah sure i'll help you no matter what yeah absolutely let's do it we're best and, now and it's like okay cool and like <laughs> the rest of the cast is like what how did this happen and she's like <laughs> it's a really powerful sword and vape wizard's like see i know how to persuade him i know i know he knows the art of the deal um and like I, some of the logic they present is like if the demon fighting swords are back in power then the demons who are living on earth are in trouble and she and, and and demon lady loves living on earth like she decided to post up here and not in the underworld because like she got lots of zombies here and it's really pretty so and she got a swamp like she's basically like shrek. shrek she's basically shrek um anyway everyone reconvenes the zombies are quiet and uh everyone's like okay cool we've got everyone except for the master who has the soul echo flute and vapors was like yeah flute. um the what the poke flute the poke flute yes that's exactly what it is Callie. um vapors it's like okay cool so my master's really far away i told him to meet us at this temple in three days time we are behind schedule we got to move 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 people so they start traveling um meanwhile we flash over to the master who's like got this he's like super legit he's got like these really cool clothes he's got like a cool sword and a and scar he, and a scar, a cool scar across his eye. I was like, ah, I am making my way to the temple to meet up with my disciple. And then I'm going to give him this flute. And it's going to be great. But as he walks through a town, who is he encountered by? But a mysterious man known as the destroyer or the murderer, or the phoenix killer or something Screaming like phoenix killer. The screaming need, phoenix killer. I need to jump in here. So. Yes. Carolyn, my friend who watched the show, kept raving about the Screaming Phoenix Killer. And she has this, you know, tendency to give people nicknames. Like, she gave Vape Wizard the name. So I just assumed Screaming Phoenix Killer was a nickname this whole time. And so when they said the name Screaming Phoenix Killer, I screamed and texted her. And she's like, why would I make that up? And I'm like, are you serious? How is this real? So I posit that we keep that name. That's the one I name completely we keep. agree. Because it sounds like a fake name. It is definitely a fake name. But here he is, uh, Screaming Phoenix Killer is hanging out in this town. And he's like, hey, old man. You're off to go see Vape Wizard, right? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know who Vape Wizard is. And the old and 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 and, and Screaming Phoenix Killer is like, well, here's the thing. I keep killing people who are associated with Vape Wizard because I keep thinking if I find someone who like Vape Wizard really cares about and I kill them, then he like is gonna come fight me. Because here's the thing, I, the Screaming Phoenix Killer, really wanna kill the Vape Wizard. Vape Wizard took something really important from me, and no matter how much vengeance I try to seek against him, nothing seems to satisfy it. So I just need to kill him and get vengeance from him. So uh, Master is like, okay, I don't know where he is, I'm just going for a walk. And uh, the Screaming Phoenix Killer is like, okay, that makes sense, sure. I'm going to kill you anyway, and maybe if you ha if you don't have anything on you, that's fine. You're dead. If you do have a clue on you on where he's going to be, great. I'll use that to find him. And so, like, the old man's like, man, you just keep killing people. Why are you like this? Why do you keep killing people? And he's like, I don't, he's just, he just loves killing people. So, they fight. The old man does one or two things, but ultimately Screaming Phoenix Killer just wrecks him. Like It's like literally in a second it's over and it's like, yep. oh, okay. I was like, okay, I thought this guy was like a master, but I guess he's old. And the master's like, wow, I am really upset that someone like you has all this power. And Screaming Phoenix Killer's like, suck it. So then he kills the old man, searches his body, and finds the note from, uh, uh, from Vape, Vape Wizard, Wizard as well as the poker flute. And he's like, hoo, 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 hoo. Now I know exactly where he'll be in three days' time. I shall meet him there. So we meet up with the gang. They're, it's been three days. They are at the temple that they're supposed to meet up with the master. And demon lady's like, I am not hanging out in this temple. This place reeks of incense. I am a demon. I literally shouldn't be here. And they're all like, that makes sense. So they go into the temple. And who do they find but the screaming phoenix killer? Playing the soul echo polka flute with his dirty mouth 
that he used to kill the old man. Well, he didn't use his mouth to kill the old man, but he killed the old man when he has a dirty mouth. So, um, Vape Wizard immediately is like, oh shit, this isn't good. But he plays it cool. He plays yeah. it really cool. He's, like, he's so, very nonchalant. He's like not um, giving Screaming Phoenix Killer what he wants, which is like yep. a reaction. He's just mm-hmm. like, oh, it's it's you. Yep, nice and Screaming Phoenix Killer is like, hey, I killed your old man. And he's like, yeah. darn, I need that flute though. And Screaming Phoenix Killer is like, yeah, you do. You do need this flute. You're going to have to fight me for it. And so <laughs> uh, Archer is like, you know what? This is dumb. I'm taking that flute. So Archer like does his signature thing where he shoots an arrow up into the air and then he tries to like get Screaming Phoenix in position. But Screaming Phoenix Killer, is, he's he's he killed master he's a pro so he's like i know exactly what you're doing and then he gets archer in a position where his arrow is about to fall on him and everyone's like oh man he's gonna die but then archer catches the arrow but a bunch well, of blood okay but first like the blood splurts and i'm like oh my god it's hawkeye it's not hawkeye um is uh, archer dead i was so convinced archer was dead i was like and oh was like, man and then it zoomed out and showed his hand and i was like oh yep, that was uh, some good cinematography anyway then uh, then Ice Prince is like, oh, hell no. You can't do that. So he tries to get involved. He d- does nothing. Um, and, like, <laughs> everyone, like, tries to take a shot at this guy. And, and like, the, the demon lady, like, appears in a portal with a cool whip. And she's like, what's taking you guys so long? Who is this cur? And so everyone's, like, fighting. And Vapor Wizard's like, you know what, guys? We are not going to win this. Let's back off. And they're like, you're going to let him get away? And Vapors is like, this guy's not going anywhere. He knows that I want that flute. And I, he's just probably going to wait here until I'm ready to fight him. And Phoenix Killer is like, that's a great idea. I am just going to wait here until you're ready to fight me. So he sits down, starts playing the flute again. And, yep, that's, uh, they're just at an impasse. And what are they going to do next time? I don't know. I don't know. So Carolyn enlightened me to say that now that I know who Screaming Phoenix Killer is, that this show isn't actually a D&D quest, but really just a soap opera about their two lovers. Oh, Fake yay. Wizard and Screaming Phoenix Killer exes. And Screaming Phoenix Killer is very upset. Oh, no. Clearly. Yeah, he killed everyone. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Richard, what are your predictions for next week? I, I predict that... They're gonna find another flute. Really? Yeah, because Screaming Phoenix Killer's too strong. And then what? they're gonna Screaming Phoenix Killer's just gonna sit there for the entire show doing nothing, waiting and waiting and waiting, and just be like, hoo 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 hoo. They're gonna come they're gonna come around eventually, and when <laughs> they do, I'll kill them. And that's it for him. So I think so Do they have to do the three things? At the same time. No, I, I guess, think they do them serially, right? Like one yeah, after the other. But like, can you take a break or do you have to keep going? Oh, uh, I would imagine they can't take a break unless they have some kind of teleport. Oh, well, I mean, I guess once they get the dead to shut up and once they like break the golem, then like the threat's really kind of done. They can just like go back and then come back and like, it's not like yeah, the golem's going to come back. So, because they could do the first two. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I think there's probably going to be a training montage, maybe. Ooh, yes. I feel like that's in order. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we'll learn more about um, Sword Lover mm-hmm. and how he knows Vape Wizard, and maybe he knows Screaming Phoenix Killer, too, because like <gasps> maybe there's like some past there. Mm-hmm. Um, Screaming Phoenix Killer, we didn't talk about. He has mega cleavage. He um, has so much cleavage, and it's perfect. It's amazing. Um and yeah, he's very angry. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly don't know what's going to happen next other than there will probably be more exposition and more cool fights. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking as well. Also, maybe Vape Wizard has another friend. So maybe He has so many house. friends. Yeah. Yeah. I hope Demon Lady does something cool. I like Yeah. Lady. She's got a cool whip and she can do demon stuff and she's going to sing the Lament of the Night to get the, the zombies to shut up. So it's going to be cool. Yeah. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so... Watch the next three episodes, five, six, seven, mm-hmm. for in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Um, yeah. Richard, uh, let's go to the rec room. Let's go to the rec room. This week, I have a video game to recommend. I actually haven't even played the video game, but I've watched the trailer a bunch. The new J-Stars game is coming out, and I'm so excited. What's J-Star? J-Star? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> Shonen Jump's fighting game. Oh. I'm sorry. My roommate's... Opening the garage door. One moment. 
Okay, there we go. So, J-Stars. It's the Shonen Jump fighting game, and they have all the classics. Like, from the first game that came out a while back, they had the One Piece people, Dragon Ball, Naruto. Um, they had, like, Psyche K, who's, like, this classic like guy. They have Assassination Classroom teacher. Like, all the classic Shonen Jump characters. They um, have Boku no Hero, right? In this new one, they have Boku no Hero, and I'm Do so Do they have Haikyuu? They didn't have Haikyuu because I think that people in Haikyuu would be killed by, like, Frieza. Like, I feel like a Super Saiyan would literally um, destroy Have Haikyuu. you seen Kageyama's set? <laughs> have you seen his set? Have you seen uh, uh, Daichi's ace? His, his, his smashing? That's not Daichi. That's Who's Asahi. Daichi? Daichi's the captain. Does, really is he good an at... ace as well? No. Asahi's the ace. Oh, Richard. Yeah, oh, also he's the guy with the long hair. Yeah, I love him. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. Well, I just played myself. Yeah. Anyway, um, they uh, the first game was great. They also had uh, Gone and Kilua, which was really <gasps> fun. I, I like I mained them when I played the game. Oh my god. Um, Is he so in this it? new game, what was that? Is he so good in it? No. What? If he I, he might be, was he? I don't know. I. Th- I don't know, because they're adding new characters from the old game, from the old things in the new J-Stars game. Um, so, like, there's going to be more characters from, like, I think Brawly is going to be in this new one uh, from uh, Dragon Ball, Brawly, Super, or whatever. Um, and a bunch of new people. But, like, the people who I'm really excited about are, number one, Deku from Boku no Hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, and number two, Yugi from Yu-Gi-Oh! Is gonna okay, be okay, Richard. So yes. you're saying Kageyama can't beat wimpy little Yu-Gi in a fight. Okay, 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 okay. So Yu-Gi has a dual disc and he can summon monsters and That are just holograms. That they They're can not only just holograms af- in the game. They can only affect other Yu-Gi-Oh! monsters. Not Yugi's a wimp. Really Kageyama could beat Yu-Gi. Oikawa could beat the shit out of Yu-Gi. That is true. This Kageyama is the hill like I'm gonna die on. Like, like, uh, he, like, what's his name? Who's the guy in Oikawa? The Iwaizumi. Iwaizumi, just wow. like really smack him real hard with his. Iwaizumi's the champion. Did you see that art? No. Oh, um, there was official art of so Iwaizumi canonically. Oh, the hand wrestling, the arm yeah. wrestling is the best arm wrestler in Alba Josai, but it recently showed that he's actually the best arm wrestler in the entire series. Well, just imagine him doing that to, like, the the, the stars of Shonen Jump. Yeah, he would destroy. But, like, Yugi gets to summon Dark Magician. He gets to use Swords of Revealing Light. I think Uh his ultimate is, like, a super cool monster that he can summon. Anyway, I think that's rad and super cool, and I'm definitely going to watch a lot of playthroughs of it. Wow. Okay. Do you have to ask me something? Is Haikyuu in Shonen Jump? Yeah. Okay, good. That was my question. I don't have anything else to ask you. Wow. Also, what's your rec? <laughs> my rec of the week is that I recently fallen down the rabbit hole once more of um, ARGs. I just really like ARGs. Do you know what ARGs an ARG is? Yes, I do. Um, but I give and, it to the audience just in case. Okay, augmented reality game. Mm-hmm. Um, and so those like creepy Twitter stories that end up unraveling and it's like a whole big mystery and there's a ton of them. Um, but my favorite one, and I ended up just rewatching it yesterday because I love it so much, um, is the Daisy Brown one. Have you heard of it? Mm-mm. I'm going to, I get to talk about it this podcast because it has a puppet. Um, and this is a puppet themed podcast. This is a puppet themed podcast. But basically Daisy Brown, it started as a Twitter of this girl who's like, hey, this is my first Twitter and she's terrible at spelling and she didn't know that the internet existed. Um, And she starts a YouTube channel and she has this monster named Alan who's like this little potato, blue potato, and with a face and makes noises. And um, it's, you know, her dad made him in the lab and she thought everyone had like an Alan. She didn't realize that that was a weird thing. So she like starts this YouTube channel to show off Alan and to talk about herself. And like, she doesn't know where her dad is and she never knew her mom. And she's just like trying to find her dad's old notes to take care of Alan better. And it spirals into this like story of like abuse um, and getting away from it. And like, it's so good. Um, And you start off really loving Alan because he's just this, like, you look at him and you're like, that's an adorable little potato monster. And then Alan becomes the worst. And you're like, die, Alan. Die. Kill him, Daisy. Kill him. Um, 
And uh, there's multi-layers to this ARG, like most ARGs are, but it's honestly, I think it's more straightforward to follow as a fan because you really only need to watch the YouTube videos to really grasp the full story. You can also read the Twitter to kind of get little added stuff. But all you have to do is watch the YouTube video and then make sure you turn on captions because within the captions are secret dialogues of um, past memories or of secret emotions or Alan's thoughts when he can't talk. Like, what? and it adds so much more to the story of like, oh shoot, what's going on here? And it's just like, the actress who plays Daisy Brown, she never shows her face, and yet the way that she can convey motion, emotion just with her body movements and her voice, she's an incredible actress. She's That's incredibly cool. believable. And, like, you you really feel for Daisy Brown. Like, I, Daisy Brown is my daughter, and I love her. <laughs> also, she's canonically a lesbian, so that's exciting. Um, that exciting. And it's just, if you really like sci-fi and, like, psychological horror, it's very good. Mm. And also, I, I love Alan the Monster's design. He's the worst. <laughs> And I don't know how they can make a paper mache man with swim trunks seem so scary, but they do. <laughs> oh, spooky. Uh, but yeah, so Daisy Brown, the story of Daisy Brown is my wreck of the week. I'll put a link to the first YouTube video below. Yay, thank you. Um, and with that, Richard, I think we need to thank some people. Oh, yeah. We want to thank the Fat Rap for letting us use their song Prelude as our theme song. Check out their YouTube page at the link in our description. You can also find us at our website, animattheworldcast.wordpress.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play Music. Also, if you are a J-star and you want to <laughs> give yourself to us, we need five J-stars to fight in our new tournament with the Shadow Organization. So... Give us your five J stars. It's true. We need them. Mm -hmm. Also, if you ever want to send anything our way, you can email us at animattheworldcast at gmail.com. Woo! Woo. And what should we leave them with this week, Richard? Go watch the next three episodes of Thunderbolt Fantasy because it's awesome and I love it. <laughs> and we'll see you then. Bye-bye. In the winter of 2017, two friends fell in love with the K-pop group. The group was so talented, so beautiful, so incredibly full of memes that the two friends wanted to shout their love from the rooftops. Instead, they decided to shout their love from a podcast. This is the story of two normal, God-fearing Americans and their shameful descent into the diamond life. This is 16, a 17 fancast. Join your favorite anime club hosts Kelly and Richard every other week as they talk for unreasonable amounts of time about their favorite K-pop group, Seventeen. You can find us at our website, svt16.wordpress.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play Music.